Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hour number two on uh, this Tuesday afternoon. Speaking of the weather, a friend Jamie is in Sydney. So Belle Jensen's going to join us. Belle was a uh, fixture on my show at The Fan. She's great radio. Um, she's had her Hall of Fame career here on CARE 11. And Belle's going to join us in about 30 minutes and talk about just your assessment of this crazy, atypical winter. I want to talk uh, red flag laws. And speaking of Belle, it's just a coincidence, but... I saw uh, this story last night on CARE 11, and it's talking about red flag laws, which passed here, have passed in other states, and there are variations to each state. So this points out, it starts out with a post on X. I plan to gun up a grocery store shooting all the young 20-something pretty cashiers and helpers, or better yet, a grocery store itself. The uh, court documents trace that to a man by the name of Jerry Sheldon. He had a history of making threats, but no current restrictions preventing him from possession of a firearm. When they searched his home, they found... Writings referencing violence. Aside from the uh, filing of a criminal charge of threats of violence, the attorney also petitioned for what's called an extreme risk protection order. We've talked about this before. The law gives a judge the authority to take guns away from someone who possesses a significant danger to others or is a significant risk of suicide. It went into effect on the first, CARE 11, to their credit, put together the analysis, found 18 cases where somebody petitioned. Okay? Of the 18 petitions, 
14 of them were filed by law enforcement agencies. Four were filed by civilians. Nearly all of them involved a person with a history of or ongoing mental illness. Ten involved a person who was suicidal. Richard Hodgson is the general counsel for the Minnesota Sheriff's Office. The data shows, again, I've not vetted the accuracy of the data, but it does show a statistically significant saving of lives according to the research. Four petitions so far have been denied by a judge. They ruled the petitioner did not prove the significant danger posed. But in another case, parents of a St. Olaf student reported the escalating and extreme behaviors, including a threat to kill himself and shoot officers who are called for help. A judge signed that protection order requiring the young man to turn over any firearms to Northfield police. Okay, so these are red flag laws, Dave. We've talked about this before. And we had a good conversation with Rob Doerr about this, and Rob and his organization have pushed back. They're worried about due process. They're worried about... What is available on the books now? What can be done? And how quickly this happens? And is it fair? So I am not saying that the red flag laws, boom, will solve every single issue. Nothing will solve every single issue issue. Because we, exa- we have example after example after example of cruelty, um, lack of decency, carelessness, hate, evil. We see it all sorts of ways. Burnsville, we're going to have the, uh, the funerals tomorrow where the town is going to stop and honor these fallen individuals who were murdered. So, as we've said so many times, if we all had the one idea, we would have used it by now. And we have ways where, yes, I think the emphasis on mental health, I think the emphasis on straw purchases, which we're hearing more about even in this case, and greater punishment for straw purposes, the straw purchase, and areas of whether loopholes are legit, whether it's hyperbolic, or whether they're legit. But on red flag laws, on the concept, and again, I'm going to emphasize right away, is that going to solve everything? No. Is it going to stop every evil person from getting a gun? No. The answer to all of this cannot be, well, if it doesn't resolve the whole issue, we shouldn't do it. We don't approach that in so many other aspects of our life. Why do we do it here? So the concept of a red flag law where someone informed, reaches out to the proper authorities and makes the case that this individual for harm 
to him or herself or to others. And if it can be adjudicated quickly, I'm for it. I say all the time, due process never should be forgotten. And Rob Doerr is not alone in saying we think this violates due process. I'm not coming for individuals on a regular basis and saying to you, prove your innocence, I've determined you're guilty. I think we can have a law, however you want to word it, and certain states I think have done a better job than others, where people can raise the proverbial red flag and say, something isn't right here. Can you look at this initially? Can we look at it further to find out how concerning this is and how far we should take it? What do you want to say about it? I would love to hear from you what you want to say about the concept of this particular aspect of the battle since CARE 11, credit to them, just jumped in on since it became the law of the 18 cases which have happened. What do you want to say on this? What bothers you about this? What encourages you about this? What uh, maybe you've been involved in something like this? You've wanted something like this to take place. You've read about these cases where you say, this wasn't done a damn thing. And again, it's not for every case. But I think it matters on a lot of them. I really do. And I think this should be in the mix. I think it's a mistake if it is not. What do you want to say? Love to hear from you. Push back, agree, add some texture to it. 651-461-9226. Again, that's how you call or text. Would love phone calls also. 651-461-9226. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is an amazing story about the hurricane. Uh, tell people why we're playing... Bob Dylan, this particular hour, Dave, if they're just joining us right now at 20 past one. I saw the news this morning, the announcement, I believe, the Outlaw Music Festival coming in September yep. to Somerset Amphitheater over in Wisconsin. 
Willie Nelson, Bob Dylan, John Mellencamp headlining along with some others. So we played a little Mellencamp Hour 1 because Adam's a big fan. A little Dylan Hour 2 and we'll move to Willie for Hour 3 today. I think we got Allison Krauss and yeah, that's right. Robert Plant also, right? Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, a, pretty a, good line. Yes, that's a no serious No one will leave lineup. disgruntled. No, no. Adam detests Johnny Cougar. He's wrong. So we're talking red flag laws. Let's go. What do you think? Is this a step in the right direction? Is this a step in the wrong direction? Wait a second. I don't, I don't have enough due process. Who are these people stepping in? So uh, more formally called here the ERPOs, okay? So who can file them? Family or household member, right, when, the, when it's phrased that way. Spouse, former spouse. Parents, children. Persons who are presently residing with the respondent. A person involved in a significant romantic or sexual relationship with the respondent. In determining whether persons are significant uh, in the romantic or sexual relationship, the court shall consider the length of time of the relationship, the type of relationship, and frequency. What is the criteria? Again, significant risk or bodily harm uh, to the individual or to others. Dave Harrigan, is it worth it? Is the balance of innocent until proven guilty? How do you deal with that? Um, are you glad Minnesota has red flag laws? Should they go further? You think this is much ado about nothing that doesn't live up to the hype? Or you think they're a mistake to have? I want you to chime in. I want to hear from others also. 651-461-9226. We hear the statistics all the time about guns in this country. How many guns? You know, Over 100 million more guns than people was the last estimate I saw. Uh, we know what shootings are like and gun violence, what it's done to Minneapolis and every other big city in the country, it certainly seems. You know I'm all for anything that's going to at least make a dent, at least make a dent. And I get the argument against red flag red flag laws, as you mentioned, from Rob Dorr and the Gun Owners Caucus. I, I get the argument of you know taking away due process. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, man, I'm just for anything that's going to, as I said, to make a dent, to make even the slightest bit of difference. Let's start there. And there's always going to be an argument. No matter what anyone tries to do to you know, get some sort of more gun control on the books, there's always going to be an argument against it. Some are going to be very legitimate. Some might be a little weak. But it's still, it, gets, it gets me that they're still reaching for a what could happen over what is happening right now. It's the fear of what could happen, you know, due process or blah, 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 you know, taking away my guns or the government's going to come down on me and I'm not going to have a gun to protect myself versus what is happening right now all over this country. In our state, we have two kinds of orders that a judge can grant. It's the long-term order that lasts up to a year, and that only comes up after hearing where the person can question and can dispute why they're at risk. The other one goes into effect immediately without a hearing, lasts for two weeks. That was a bit of Rob's point. Rob's point was that the way courts work, 
you can have an emergency hearing sooner than that. I think no hearing for two weeks, Dave, that does give me pause on the best circumstance. It does seem like if, and again, it's not just like Fred the neighbor who's decided you don't have a weapon. The order has to be granted by a judge, okay? Two weeks, if, if, if we're trying to emphasize due process, if we're, I don't buy, by the way, the argument that's been made over and over again, oh, it's somebody who's mad at you, it's a, an ex, or you had some conflict with, and they're making stuff up. I, I'm giving the, the judicial process more credit than that. But a longer hearing, Dave, it shouldn't be two weeks, right? I mean, I know our, our, our judicial system is crowded and, to be honest, overcrowded and complicated and in some ways unfair, especially if you have money and access to a lawyer compared to access to a quality lawyer compared to somebody who's overworked and is working sometimes dozens of cases in a day. But two weeks versus a week, I think, is a significant amount. How much does that part of the law bother you? I think not as much as you do, frankly. I, with, the way, with the way things can move in courts in this country, two weeks seems still very expedited to me. I mean, I realize to somebody that might be accused of something, you know, by Maybe it's an, an, an ex-spouse or something that just wants to get back at them. Two weeks, it seemed like a lot if you don't have access to the firearms you need or want, whatever. But, you know, for, as we first started talking about this, I was thinking, you know, there should, you know, maybe there should be a law that says, hey, if you, uh, you know, you bring up a red flag situation against somebody and there's no merit, maybe there's a punishment to you. But then again, I don't want somebody who does feel there's merit even if a judge turns it down, I want them to say, well, I might get in trouble, so I better not yeah, uh, right. you know, exercise the mm-hmm. red flag issue here. It's, it's a good point. Like how, you know, fa- false charges, we, we have that on the books already. Uh, you wouldn't want someone in a very volatile situation to be so hesitant because what has happened to others? So how do you balance out if, let's say, it's me and I've done nothing wrong, but it's this vendetta situation? First of all, I still think that's a straw man argument. I, you know, when we've talked about this before, I've looked up other states, and it rarely happens that way. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a good boogeyman argument, but again, it's you're making the case to uh, someone who's accomplished among the texts, and I'd love more six five one. Four six one nine two two six. We need better social services to care for children in vulnerable situations. We do. Okay. There are. How about in Burnsville? How about the the the? We had seven kids in that house, Dave. Two to fifteen. What sort of trauma were they witnessing on a regular or somewhat? regular basis before the extraordinary trauma they witnessed with the shots fired, a suicide, three murders, trying to get to individuals 
as respectfully, as legally, and as quickly as possible. Dexter pointed out the number of the cases that were for suicidal people. Yes. I'm talking about reaching out to those also. How many times have we talked about, listen, there's another story today about loneliness in Minneapolis. We have spent a lot of time the last year or two talking about loneliness and what a major health hazard that is in our country. And loneliness can lead to suicide. Loneliness can also be well below suicide and have no other health issues. So I'm not saying on the, you know, the red flag laws that the only way they're going to be effective or the only path you're trying to stop is the harming, shooting, killing, uh, uh, causing violence on others. It's those individuals themselves who need help, right? Uh, Another texter on that Minnesota's problem is lack of enforcement. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, how many times have you heard me for a couple of years, and even more so, and pushing back another host here on the station? Uh, Brian O'Hare, I've interviewed him quite a few times. He was excellent with Adam. Adam was right on with his follow-ups. So, yeah, do I think Mary Moriarty is not strong enough in the enforcement? I do. Every single time? No. But I think there have been some highlighted cases which I've been troubled by. I also believe there are cases where Mary Moriarty and other prosecutors in this area, John Choyer, all across the 87 counties, would like to do more. But guess what? The laws are not in place. That's on the legislative level. That's on St. Paul to get those done. Can we also have rehabilitation? Does it have to be simply throw away the key and we're going to do nothing with you? No, and I don't buy this. Well, every option now is that the person goes away for 30, 40 years. That's, I think that's hyperbolic, and it's a bit insulting to the debate. But we can have both, Dave. We can have let's further emphasize the laws. Let's adjust laws. And let's also add laws which may help not be the end all. Not all of a sudden we're going to live in Disneyland where only guns get to the right people. But if it's progress, isn't that what we're trying to achieve? We're trying to prevent the wrong people getting guns. And the wrong people, Dave, can be a lot can be classified in a lot of ways, including people who are at a, at, a, at a state in their own life for mental health purposes where they might harm themselves or others where there's mental health or pure evilness and they too easily have access to weapons. And part of it is the right person can be the right person one day, the wrong person one day, and then they can be the right person to have a gun. You know, people go through things. It's difficult. Life is tough. And I, I don't know. I, I, th- there's so many ways to go, and I wish we'd just go one way instead of 
sitting here day after day, week after week, year after year, not doing anything? Well, I'm going to give you a text just to pick up on that. In our most recent example, the red flag laws would have taken away zero legally owned guns as he was forbidden to own already. I, I, maybe this texter just joined us in the second segment. But I said that multiple times. This would not have altered Burnsville. So does that mean because it didn't alter Burnsville, we shouldn't do, we shouldn't look comprehensively? Yes, we should look at straw purchases and what is going on. We should look at why the domestic orders weren't granted. We should look at were there other red flags from this murder. But to say we're only going to have a conversation about the broader conversation if every single circumstance is mentioned, it's, it's too narrow. And I appreciate the texture. My bad, I did just join. I understand that, okay? I... I want us to be, along with reactive, there's nothing wrong with being reactive on, okay, no, you're wrong about this particular case, right? And and people having strong pushback. But to also look at ways where maybe it has nothing to do with this case, or maybe it does, but we can, we can let, let's try a couple things. Let's, a couple steps forward. And by the way, if it doesn't work after a year, we say, we've learned more, and in the end, this is harming more people than it's helping. What's wrong with that? 34 past uh, one. Let's have a conversation with a friend, Bell Jensen, about one of the craziest winters of our life. The delightful Bell is next. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Belinda Jensen is back with us. Bell, like all our guests, is on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Yes or no, you have enjoyed this winter more than the typical winter. Not as a professional, but you personally. No. 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 No, I like I like snow. I really do like snow. I I, I, don't, I don't want ninety three inches like last winter, but yeah. I don't mind if we get fifty six inches, which is what we should get. I love snow. I think it's been really ugly around here. I mean, I know it's been really sunny and I know it's been really warm, but it's eternal muddy season is what it is. And you know, nothing's going to green up for a long time. I mean, it's still February, so there are some interesting caveats to both kinds of winters and of course you've had you know the yin and the yang the last two so it's been pretty remarkable but it's been interesting to work and communicate about it that's for sure i mean it's stat after stat after stat but last winter we were so darn busy with a storm every Mm -hmm. four days that i don't want that either 
um, because that was really, really active and very busy and, you know, a lot of crashes and a lot of folks having a difficult time just trying to live their lives, basically, you know. Um, so something in between would be nice. Okay, let's, let's go to the broadest question of all. Why is this happening? Why has it been going on for months? And, I mean, we'll get to the boomerang, which is taking place today, where, you know, it's going to be 6 at some point, maybe 4 or 5 in the morning. It was 64 yesterday. But overall, why is this winter played out the way it has? It's actually, it was actually 65 yesterday, the warmest temperature yeah. ever recorded at MSP in February. It wasn't just a wow. little bit of a record. It was, we shattered yeah. the record. Well, it broke the highest record we have in February. And it was um, set back 128 years ago. And then you're right. Um, we have winds right now gusting as we speak at 47 miles per hour. And if you've been Jeez. outside, you realize something's stirring. Oh, I mean, wow. So we're, we're, we're dropping quickly. Um, so this is a very dynamic 36 hours of weather. It's sort of interesting for sure, no question. Um, it's happening because we have one of the strongest El Ninos we've had in decades. So that ocean leading into this winter, which it's always a lag effect, was just really, of course, we're talking about the ocean in the South Pacific, that area of ocean, you know, you have to consider it 70% of the earth is water and that Pacific ocean is massive. And so that entire Southern part of it is warmer than it should be. And so that directly impacts the weather around the world and it directly impacts the U.S. because we are the biggest landmass just to the east of that ocean. And so our pattern has been just specifically El Nino, which means that other than one week this winter, the cold air has been capped to the north. So the jet stream is split. And the jet stream that normally would be over us, giving us clippers and snowstorms and typical mm-hmm. weather, cold, that has been sitting in the central provinces or further north. So the cold air is on the other side of the globe. Cold air is on the other side, so it's in northern Russia, and it never was allowed to spill down except for that one week in January. And so, and then the southern part of the jet stream, the, the, excuse me, the southern jet stream, which would typically be less active and sitting down in, uh, let's say, southern Cal and, and, and moving through the Gulf states, that's been sitting up in, let's say, New Mexico, Albuquerque, Nashville, moving storms from Des Moines to Chicago. I mean, Nashville had more snow than we've had this year. Chicago, Des Moines. uh, I mean, for a while, Lubbock, Texas had more snow than we did this year. (laughs) That's crazy. So that's that's the southern. So we're sitting in the doldrums in between where nothing has happened. So it's been very quiet. Um, no storms, no clippers, no big California, or excuse me, Colorado lows, which are the big storms we get, except for two holidays, Halloween and Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Is this a one-off or is this a pattern which we are going to see over the next 10, 20 years regarding El Nino and this winter? We go between El Nino, La Nina, or neutral. That's just Mm -hmm. how the world works. So we're always in something. We're always in something. So do I know what's going to happen in 20 years? No, I do not know. But I do know that La Nina is going to settle in in the fall, and we're going to be back to a normal winter next winter. 
because that's what I think, te- I think a texture has nailed it, by the way, because last time we chatted, you talked about your dogs and the giant oh, dog poop in your backyard. Yeah, they're sitting right in front of me right now. They're sitting right in front of me yeah. right now. And it's, I, I think that's dog. what has you down, that, the, that no, instead no, of I'm the dog down. poop, no, I, I kid, I masked, mean, the dog poop is no. masked by the snow. And now, Dave, she has to look outside her window, and there's just dog poop after dog poop after it. dog poop after yep. dog poop. Yeah, that's it. Okay, that has absolutely nothing to do with it. That is the after result. Mm-hmm. I am a person who grew up here. I've lived in this state. Other than four and a half, well, I've lived in Madison for college. Other than six years of my life, I've been a Minnesotan. Doesn't count. Or Wisconsinite. Okay. And I like snow. And my kids are ski racers. And we're skiers. And, I mean, no, I like winter. I live here. I don't love it, but I like it. I love summer. But I don't want eternal spring. I don't want that. So that's the deal. Dave, are you buying... Are you buying that explanation or you still think it's the dog poop? I'm leaning poop. Yeah, definitely yeah. leaning poop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's really bad right now because <laughs> I hurt my knee this morning, and now I'm not going to be able to actually go out and do it. So I'm gonna. these children of mine are going to – well, the one child that lives in this house is going to have to do it. Okay. What did you hurt? My knee. Oh, what'd you do? I was playing tennis, and I'm kind of getting – halfway decent because i started playing again and then of course i hurt myself so i am icing my knee as we speak i'm so upset we... actually <laughs> oh i'm so mad dave. right now i was so loving okay. the tennis but anyway okay. we keep dave listen there's many scenarios where she could have been injured you know just playing naturally also, it could have been a McEnroe like meltdown. Yeah. And she's just <laughs> slamming the racket everywhere and she inadvertently hurt her knee. Is that what you're seeing? Is that is that how Belinda hurt her knee? I'm I'm envisioning two things. Number one, I think it was not a singles but a doubles situation. Perhaps a collision with her partner who wasn't supposed yeah. to be at that spot at that time, so it was clearly their fault. And the second scenario is everyone watching care tonight to see if Belinda's hobbling around the backyard. Well, first of all, I will be hobbling. Second of all, it was a drill. And the person giving the drill was Jamie Gard, Justin Gard's beautiful sister. And I was trying to hit the ball cross court and then straight ahead, cross court and then down the line. And this really nice girl hit the ball to my left. I jogged to my left too quickly. And my 55-year-old body pretty much just fell apart. That's what happened. It's always somebody well, else's fault. Yeah, I mean, first of all, you're pointing fingers. Okay, I think that's what I heard, Dave. <laughs> and also, how is it possible that Jamie is such a decent, kind person compared to that bottom feeder brother of hers? You know what? She is amazing, and she is um, <laughs> one of my coaches, and I love her and Steve Paulson. And I love them both, and I, I'm really sad. And Steve came and talked to me because I was icing it at the club, and he said, Belinda, what happened? I said, oh, you just don't even want to know. So that is what's going on. So Julie's husband gave me back this ice thing that I'm going to use, and I, Julie's bringing me a crutch, and I'll be in the backyard with the damn crutch tonight doing the darn weather okay. because there's a lot of weather it's... to talk about. Chad, wow. it's raining. We have to be there. Come on. Let's okay. go. Okay. Now, oh, now, Dave, Okay, Belinda's with us. Okay, let's pause. Can we pause? Can, can you stay one more segment? 
my, I'm, I'm sitting in a recliner. I think I can. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. Yes or no, is Belinda in a crutch for ratings purposes? Dave, what's your, what's your initial reaction? Is it sweeps week? Have we hit sweeps? Uh, yes. I mean, seriously. <laughs> She's, I mean, she's the most beloved yeah, person on today. television. Today, by the way. Well, we're exactly. going to get a Boyd Hooper and a Carol Evan extra on this. I mean, there's going to be an extra. How, how did Belinda make it through this weathercast? We love her. She's on with us. Considering our dialogue with her, this is probably the last time she's coming on with us, but she knows we're kidding. <laughs> Six five one four six one nine two two six here on CCO. Our friend Belinda Jensen is with us. Here's uh, among the text bell at six five one four six one nine two two six. I tuned in late to the conversation. Did I hear correctly that Belinda slipped on dog poop and broke her leg? I don't know I mean, why you're talking about this. I have, I have a really interesting interesting stat to sh- tell you. I just got this from my uh, my team. So how about this? At 1230 today, the wind yeah. chill, at 1230 today, the wind chill in La Crosse was 63. In the Twin Cities, it was 51. In St. Cloud, it was 26. In Ortonville, it was minus 14. And in Moorhead, it was minus 22. The same minute. That's crazy. That's, Isn't that wild? That doesn't so that seem plausible, crazy. right? It happened. That's the front. So my wow. team, Ben and Jamie, are working today, and they're like, there appears, there, this is on our personal team text, and they said, well, there appears to be some kind of front over the region. <laughs> I'm like, yep, I think so. <laughs> you think? Kind of wild. I mean, Isn't that um, wild? That, that's the atmosphere. That's is just, stunning. It's really, you know, that's why it's so windy, and the atmosphere is trying to figure out what is happening. You know, that whenever it gets, whenever it's this um, big of a, Switch. I mean, this big of a whiplash, you know, the atmosphere has to figure it out. We have to, we're going from a low pressure to a high pressure. So you've got, you know, wind rising and then wind descending. And in between, you've got the squeeze play. And so this is the wind, this is the snow, this is the temperature drop, the whole thing. And that's why tomorrow morning, if we do get an inch of snow after dinner time tonight, which is plausible, um, okay. I haven't I forecasted yet. Yeah, it's plausible. I haven't forecasted yet. I'm going to hobble downstairs in a few minutes. But anyway, um, so if we do get that by morning, it's going to be eight degrees. So anything that's not treated will be frozen and slippery. And MnDOT started treating yesterday, according yep. to a couple of reports. And so, yeah, they're I mean they're preparing. But anyway, just be careful tomorrow morning. We just haven't done this very often. I mean, there was hundreds and hundreds of accidents on Valentine's Day and the next day, and then. So we just haven't done this very often. People are just driving way too fast, you know. Yeah. Well, MnDOT, they're dying to get out there. You know, they're 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 ready to go. Okay. So if it's about eight, what kind of wind chill are we looking at? You know, if if people are checking out, you know, your your crew in the morning. Yeah, John Ziegler in the morning about minus fifteen, and then of course the. The funerals are tomorrow too. The funeral yes. is tomorrow too. So there's a lot of yeah. a lot going on. So, yeah, I mean, by the time that happens, which is 11, it should be better. The winds will start taming down, and um, and most everything will be treated. But if you're out tomorrow morning early, just be aware it could be one of those slick mornings. And even out later tonight, after about 10 or so, just because if we get just a quick inch of snow, things could blaze up quick 
We just haven't yeah. had this, you know. It's right. Just, it's we're just, just reminded. We're, again. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, I was driving on the 15th the day after that seven inch snowstorm. I was driving my mom from here to Wiper Lake and uh, or Vadden Heights. And we were all going. I think I meant to mention this, but we were all just moving along at a really good pace. And it was it was tenuous to drive because there was a lot of snow that was still on the roads. But MnDOT did their best overnight. And then here comes just one guy, one gal, whoever it was. I couldn't even tell because I was, you know, and they it's just become so scary for like a few seconds and everybody's just yep. gripping right. the wheel and it's like, just slow down. Yeah, Seriously. No. But, it's, I mean, we're talking people, hundreds of people at risk, hundreds of people right. at risk when they do that. I don't want to jump like in. Yeah. I've got about 90 seconds. I want you to talk about Lee Valsvik and oh, uh, my- I, I know Lee, I don't know Lee as well as you. I see Lee all the time because he worked in the same building. She's yeah. just a wonderful human being. She's walking away from the Saturday show. Just take it away. I appreciate this time to talk about Lee. She's an amazing, amazing human being. She was with our show for 26 years, but of course she's in the fabric of this community and has been for decades on radio. I worked worked with her 31 years ago um, on KDWB. She's, of course, still on Cool One Eight. She's not going to be leaving Cool One Eight. You can still hear her there. But, yes, her 26 years of being a roving reporter for the Saturday morning show has come to an end because she wants to spend weekends golfing with Holly, with her family, with Holly's family, with her children. And I just kudos to her. Cheers to her. She's great. And, and we used to talk a ton. Yeah. Every, every time you see Lee, she's the same person where some people, you know, Oh, I I listen on the radio. I saw him on TV. You know, they really weren't that nice. No, Lee is that nice. Every single time. About everyone. And she cares about this community. She cares about Minnesota. She does. And she, and she's, there's no one that can do live reporting. I'm sorry. I will. There's no one like Lee that does live reporting. And we were so blessed to have her on that Saturday show for 26 years. Get healthy. Thanks for coming on. I love talking to him. I'm reminded again how much I love having you on the show. We're going to reach out again real soon. Thanks, Belinda. Sounds good. All right. Belinda Jensen giving us great information. How about a little CBS? And how about a little local update for Mark Fry? That's next here on WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 